Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Cam Letts at your service. 10.07 on a Thursday night. George Sells with you for the next hour. Up until 11 o'clock. Lots to talk about. We're going to have some more Cardinals later on in this hour, of course, because you kind of have to. Uh, Kevin Wheeler going to be back joining us, talk a little more about the Redbirds coming up. And uh, also, have you ever thought about going canoeing on the Mississippi River? Kind of scares the life out of me, actually. But there is a group that is pushing this. They're helping people do it. They're getting them out on the water. And we will have... A little bit more information on that coming for, coming up for you here in just a few minutes. Start off, though, I want to talk to you a little bit about my day job. And uh, I, I work as the communications director for the St. Louis Public Schools. And one thing that has been very interesting, uh, very important and and a big part of what we've been doing lately is trying to get kids who qualify to get vaccinated. And it's really amazing because a lot of the kids just don't want to do it. In some cases, their parents don't want them to do it. In some cases, there is a disconnect between the parents hearing about it and the kids hearing about it and the, the permission getting signed so that so the minor can do it. Of course, a kid over 18 can can do what he or she wants and they will do that. But one of the most important things going right now in education is seeing that we can get as many of these kids as possible vaccinated. Now, you think about it for a second between the amount of kids in classrooms we're going to have, like in our district, we're going to have all the teachers and staff vaccinated. Come October 15th, that's that's the deadline. Everybody's going to be fully vaccinated. So you've got teachers and staff taking care, taken care of. Now, if you can get a significant number of the kids taken care of, guess what? Nothing to worry about anymore as far as having to pull them back out of school. Far less to worry about as far as things like quarantines and certainly far less about to worry about as far as just the, the obvious worry of people getting sick. But the trick is, and this is, and I bring this up with you folks tonight, obviously there are not too many high school kids listening to this radio show at 10, at 10 on a Thursday night on KMOX. I'm, I'm at peace with that, but there are some moms out there and there are some dads out there and there's some grandparents out there. And 
I'm not just speaking for the district I work in. I'm speaking for any district there is. If they, if you have a kid in your life that qualifies to be vaccinated, do it. Because what you're going to do is you are going to allow them for the first time in a couple of years to truly get back to a sense of normalcy in school. And I am here to tell you, both as a person working around kids and as a father of two of them, that this is this entire pandemic, the farther we go and the more we wait for normal, normal things to come back, it is taking a toll on these kids' mental health. And if we can get these schools set up in such a way where enough people are vaccinated that they've got their little cocoon there, everybody knows they're safe. You know your child is safe. That's the most important thing to any parent. It's just going to be a lot better for these students. And it's a lot, a lot better for their families, a lot better for the people working in schools. It's just going to be better for everyone. So that's my moment on a pedestal here because I want you to know that that is probably the, the single most important issue being dealt with right now in every school system in the state. So do your part. Don't make it about politics. You know, don't make it like, you know, our goofball attorney general who wants to sue everybody who ever put a mask on. Make it about safety of kids. Just seems like the most obvious place you'd want to go. Moving on at 10, 11 in the evening, we were talking earlier about the issue with the automobile industry and really a lot of other industries, electronics in general. They're having a problem. And the holdup, the, the, the bottleneck in the supply chain, if you will, is a shortage of computer chips. Jim calling in from here in St. Louis. And uh, Jim, welcome to KMOX. Uh, sounds like you're, you're not completely buying this whole thing. George Sells, thanks for taking my call. I smell a rat. And here's, here's why. Okay, the one story is that all this stuff is on these cargo ships off the west coast of the United States. And the other story is that there's a big bubble because of COVID. And I don't, if there's a big bubble, then what's all that stuff on those cargo ships? I've never I heard of the cargo ship st- story, Jim, and I'm, I'm not going to say it's true or false because I just, I've never heard that one. I can tell you that 60 Minutes did a very detailed piece about a month ago, and you know, journalistically, they're as good as it gets, uh, talking about the shortage. And basically, a big part of the shortage is the company Intel here in the United States just kind of dropped the ball. Uh, they they just they panicked when the shutdown started happening, and they made a lot of assumptions about what was going to happen both in the electronics market and the automotive market. Meanwhile, you also have the auto companies and you know they saw the same thing everybody else did cuz you think back to when we had the shutdown all of a sudden everything's closing everything's shutting down there's shortages you can't get toilet paper it's ridiculous you can't get cleaning supplies it's all selling out and everybody thinks that the economy is going to go completely in the tank because everything has to close Th- this was a a reasonable assumption quite frankly what they didn't take into account was that when the first round of checks went to went home from the government, uh, the first round of stimulus checks, uh, they stimulated. <laughs> it worked. And the way they stimulated was 
a lot of people found a, a you know three thousand dollar check in the mail and they went out and bought themselves a car. Well, the auto companies and the chip companies, nobody saw that one coming. And so what you ended up having in a year that we thought the economy was going to be on the verge of collapse, the auto manufacturers ended up having a record year because so much of that stimulus money got poured into the car market. So all of these cars sell. They're, the supplies are, supplies are down anyway, and the chip shortage really started to show up months into it. You know, almost a year into it, really, is when you really started hearing more and more about that. So it does kind of make sense. Uh, I mean, yeah, the smell of rat part is the part where the manufacturers may change the way they do business, that it may no longer be possible for you to go out on a car lot and look at 20 different cars, say, I like that one, I'll take it because there's not going to be that many to choose from. And that's going to be because they can run leaner, spend less money and, you know, increase their profits and just make the rest of us have Are to Are you filibustering wait. me? What's that? Are you filibustering me? No, sir, I'm not. I'm just, I'm doing my job. It's to run my mouth for a living. I'm not filibustering you You've been doing you it for two hours. It's my turn. It was my turn. Well, Jim, go ahead. Hey, Jim. Okay, apologize for Jim's little uh, verbiage on that. Jim asked a question. I tried to answer it. And Jim apparently doesn't like the fact when people try to give him good information. Well, you know, we have a, we have a problem in this world right now with people who don't want to hear good information. Uh, it's a real issue. Let's just say that the gyms of the world are causing a lot of, a lot of the problems in this country right now. It's 1016 on KMOX. Trusted information, live and local. From the award-winning KMOX Newsroom. Ten twenty in the evening, Thursday night, KMOX at your service. I'm George Sells with you for another 40 minutes or so. Joined on the line now by a guest that I hope will be a little more agreeable than our last caller, though after seeing the end of the Miami game, it's kind of touch and go. Kevin Wheeler, joining us on the line. How, Kevin, how you doing? How you holding up? Just, just keep your finger on the dump button. Yeah. <laughs> just be careful. Just be careful. We just missed a 30-yard field goal to end the game. Uh, that would have been a game-winning kick, but obviously it's a game-losing miss now. So it's... I called it, though. I told Mike Anderson. I texted him. I'm like, watch, they're going to botch the snap or something. They didn't do that. They just smoked it off the upright. Uh, there's just some things. I'm always reminded of years and years ago when I was in college, and I was in a bar in Boston the night before a playoff game. And this is before the Red Sox had broken the curse of the Bambino. And uh, sitting next to this... Old guy looked like a New England lobster fisherman at the bar next, sitting next to us. And we're, you know, we say something goofy like, hey, this could be the year or whatever. And uh, he looks over and goes, kid, I've been a season ticket holder for the Sox for 45 years. And let me tell you something about the Sox. If they win today, it's only because it'll hurt more if they lose tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. I never well, forgot that. You know, I mean, I, I lived <laughs> through the good times, but now I get to live through the bad times, too. <laughs> Well, let's go to some good times. Let's go to the 17 of their last 18 St. Louis Cardinals and what we can expect uh, coming up here on the next uh, in the next few days. I was talking to Mike Claiborne earlier, and uh, 
talked about and I brought up the whole concept of that this weird break where you've got three games that basically mean nothing followed by a couple of days off followed by the biggest game of the year and is it too much and it, and should I be worried do I get nervous are we going to lose our mojo I mean nobody has any answers you know people always come up with the thing like you know rest versus rust right um and uh, you know, teams that are rested sometimes play like crap, and <laughs> teams that are not rested sometimes win. Like it, it's re- that part's really random. What these next few days are about is just kind of figuring out what each individual player needs, right? If a guy's been a little tired or if he's been a little dinged up, well, then he's going to get a little more rest. Uh, the guys that you know, we see the bench guys getting extra reps, right? You're seeing Newtbar and Carpenter and Rondon, those guys getting a few extra bats because that could be valuable for those guys going into a potential pinch hitting appearance, for example, in a wild card game. Who just had four, five, six at bats in the last few days. So, you know, I, I think this is just simply roster management. But I do think it. You're still, you know, looking at some things you're trying to evaluate on the pitching staff, not necessarily the quality of the pitchers or whether or not they're a part of your big picture. But, you know, what are they now? I mean, are we going to see Jack Flaherty a couple of times this weekend in relief or maybe once? Uh, what does Dakota Hudson look like starting tomorrow? You know, they, I, they they still have some interesting calls to make as to who's on that roster coming up on Wednesday. And I also wonder, like, do do you think we see Yachty on Sunday? Do you, th- do you think we see him just getting getting in a game so you can knock a little of that rust off. Uh, it depends. If he if he's healthy-ish, then yes. Uh, if they feel like resting that shoulder is better, I don't. I don't think Yachty needs reps at this point in his career. True. I mean, if he doesn't play, <laughs> if he doesn't play at all the next three days, and by doing that, he's going to be healthier for Wednesday. That's what matters more. Um, you know, given his experience and uh, you know the, the the everything that he's been through, I I don't think he needs at bats or innings behind the plate or anything like that. Although I'm sure he wants them. So tell me this: as I as I look up at my TV screen right now, uh, I see Justin Turner hit a solo home run for the Dodgers. The Dodgers are now up three mm-hmm. one. Uh, at last check, the Giants are losing. That would put those two teams one game apart with three to play. Correct. How much of a dream scenario are we talking about if they end up having to play a one-game playoff? Well, I mean, it, it, I don't know that it it solves all of your problems, but it would be helpful um, because in that scenario, they would both end up using their number one starters. Uh, you know, neither, neither one of them is going to you know go go with an, a, an alternate option to save anybody for a wild card game because. Nobody wants to be in the wild card game, you know. These guys, these two teams, clearly want to go straight to the division series. So, a, a tie is actually the perfect scenario uh, for the Cardinals. That is now. Keep in mind, you know, the Giants' number one starter, Kevin Gossman, is actually pitching on Saturday. So, uh, in fact, they've got their top three guys, DiSclafani, Gossman, and Webb, all lined up Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So, they'd be looking at. You know, I, I think one of the, I don't want to say one of their lesser starters, but they'd be looking at, I think, uh, Alex Wood or Johnny Cueto in a tiebreaker game. Now, Alex Wood just threw six shutout innings yesterday, so, you know, no no big no big deal there. He's, he's perfectly fine. That's just your fourth starter. But that would actually be a pretty big edge for the Dodgers. But as far as the Cardinals are concerned, yeah, what you want is for those bullpens to get worked a little bit more. What you want is to not have Max Scherzer available for a wild card. Although, again, you're, you know, if it's the Dodgers, your consolation prize is Walker Bueller, who's also a Cy Young candidate, so it's not like you get an easy trip out of that. I'll tell you what, it's 
it's going to be interesting here. Obviously, we're all rooting for a win in the wild card game and then moving on, moving on, and maybe a deep run. And this isn't just about excitement for the fans and fun on the field and all that. I was discussing this earlier. There are a lot of businesses around the downtown area that have taken a beating over the last couple of years between no no fans to limited fans to fewer fans than usual because the team wasn't performing. Uh, this could be a godsend for those folks if they can if the Cardinals can pull something together and go on a run. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like, and and by the way, for the Cardinals too. <laughs> yeah, not you know, to mention, they, yeah, yeah, they they've missed out on a good bit of revenue for all those reasons that you listed, and you know I think for everybody a, a decent you know a little run here, you get to the NLCS or whatever. I think it would be massive, um, and and yeah, this is you know it's it's not. I think it's a little bit you know we all know it's a little bit early to think about it, but I do think that that would be significant in a lot of ways. Um, and you mentioned the financial side of it. I think it would be significant just to kind of reignite people's you know like passion about the Cardinals. You know, that's what the winning streak kind of has done so far, right? Yep. You know, that 17-game winning streak kind of made the Cardinals cool again, and it got people paying attention again, and it changed the vibe from meh to like, all right, these guys are kind of fun. And, and you know, that's something that, that the team needs going into the next couple of years, too. You want you want people to have, you know, they want you want people to anticipate the upcoming years and not be um, just kind of like, I don't want to say bored, but, you know, kind of neutral because neutral's the worst neutral's you know? horrible. yeah, yeah you don't is want awful. to be yeah you don't want to be caught in the middle ground whose bacon does this kind of save a little bit because if you think about it for for a second if you look at what was anticipated before the season started you look at where we are now and if you just eliminate everything in the middle eliminate all of it uh what we what we expected a a walk in the division, really, and then what happened getting into the wild card game, the season would be a disappointment. Now, 17 straight on the end obviously changes that quite a bit, but uh, I would have to think that you know, some people are, there's got to be someone over there, and it could go up as high as John Moselak, who should be feeling very fortunate that this team got its act together when it did. I mean, they, they should be just because of the fact that you got a chance to make a run, but there was not a single person in that organization whose job was on the line. Uh, John Mosellock is not going to get fired because of a season missing the playoffs. Uh, Mike Schilt is no, nowhere near hot seat status at this point, especially after making the playoffs last year and, and the year before. Uh, in his first two full seasons as manager of the Cardinals, I mean he he's you know the, they those two have job security. They're, Mo is never in danger. Mo's not going to be fired anytime soon. If he if he's no longer in the position that he's in, it'll be because he steps away for whatever reason. I mean, at this point, you know when we look back at this, uh, you know the, the 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 current ownership group, the Dewitts and and their partners. Uh, have been in place for 26 seasons, and they've had three losing seasons in 26 years. Uh, John Moselock has been in charge of baseball operations since 2007. They've had one losing season in that time, and that was 2007. So, and actually, he wasn't even in charge then. He took it. He took charge after 2007, which is why, which is one of the reasons why he wasn't put in charge <laughs> because it was a down season, a losing season after 2006. So, I, I, they they're all on the same page, right? I mean, this is a group. You know, the 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 ownership, the front office people, they're all on the same page here, and everything has been good. I mean, they value 
long-term success more than making individual season runs. And I know that's frustrating for fans. Like, when you're close, why not go for it? Why not put the pedal to the metal? And one of their responses to that would be, and, and well, they wouldn't say it this way. What they would say is we, we prefer the model of maintaining success over a long period of time. My version of that is they don't want to be the Cubs. They right. don't want to be the team that has a short little burst and then has to retool and rebuild again. You know, they don't want to go through a tank period. They don't think it would work very well for their business model. And they value the consistency because the way that, the way you look at it, George, and again, I know fans don't look at it this way, and I don't always look at it this way either. I'm simply describing how they look at it. Your best chances at winning a World Series is getting into multiple playoffs over a course of time, right? So the more you're there, the more you have a chance. The more you limit your number of chances by, say, quote-unquote, going for it for a year or two, um, the, the more you're actually reducing the number of opportunities. And, you know, we saw the 80, the, the 83 win team in 2006 win a World Series. We saw the, the team slip in in the, in the last couple of days in 2011. And, you know, I, I think that what, what that kind of shows is their belief is get in as often as possible because then you'll have a chance to get hot. So you're, you're playing the odds by getting in more often rather than, you know, having better records but maybe having to take a couple of years where you take steps back. And you could also hold up on the opposite end uh, teams like the Yankees and the Dodgers that have spent incredible amounts of money. And have and, one title. Yeah. Uh, before last year, you know, when was the last time either one of them did a thing? I mean, the yeah, Dodgers look at it this way. Yeah, look at it this way, George. Since, since we turned to the new century, right? Since 2000, uh, that, since the 2000 year, uh, the Cardinals have the second most regular season wins of any team in Major League Baseball behind the Yankees. And if you look at the payroll disparity between those, and by the way, you know, look, the Cardinals don't ever have a low payroll. No. They're always in the top 10. You know, this, usually they sit, kind of, if I had to average it out, I'd say they probably usually sit around eight, you know, somewhere around that eight, nine spot. But if you compare how much the Yankees have spent in these 22 seasons and you compare how much the Cardinals have spent, the Cardinals are getting better bang on the buck, but they have the second most regular season wins of any team in baseball since 2000. They have the second most playoff series wins of any team in baseball since the year 2000. Again, behind the Yankees. The only teams with more World Series wins since 2000 are the Giants and the Red Sox. And the Giants have, the Red Sox have four, the Giants have three, the Cardinals have two. And nobody else has more than that. So they define success that way. They look at it and say, over time, we want to consistently be this team. Better for business, the more, again, the more opportunity. It's like buying, think about it, you buy 50-50 tickets, George, right? <laughs> right. You know, there are 1,000 50-50 tickets. Well, if you've got 100 of those, you got a pretty good chance. If you paid more for to, to get 10 of them, well, that's not necessarily going to increase your chances of winning it. And, you know, that that's their model. And I know it frustrates people that want to go right now. I want to make the run right now. And I've been critical in that way, too, over the years, where I think there have been some years where they could have gone in a little bit more with an in-season trade or whatever. But their model is what they're following, and I'm just pointing out the results, man. <laughs> well, yeah, you, 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 you really you can't argue with it if you take a statistical viewpoint of it, which, you know, statistics is... That's how know, businesses about, are run, right? It's about as exciting as buying tires, but the, it they is. They run on the analytics, right? <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, if, and I'll put it this way. Do you want the person... 
running your long-term stock portfolio, your 401k, your retirement fund? Do you want that person running it based on analytics and on a long-term big picture? Or do you want them running it based on day trading? (laughs) And, And again, it's probably not that extreme of a difference, but it's the same concept. And again, I I get it. I mean, I'm a fan too. And there are times where I'm like, put the pedal down, let's go. But if if it's my money long-term, I want my guy that's managing my money to be thinking about the smart picture and, you know, using the most, you know, uh, credible information and all that. I don't want him out there going, oh man, I could make a big hit today. (laughs) Exactly. Very quickly, you mentioned ownership. Um, Mike Shannon on the air today, just kind of befuddled some folks when he when he talked about hearing a rumor about the club possibly possibly being sold. Uh, you know, rumors fly around all the time, and of course, some are going to give it more credence because of it's Mike and his course, and his yeah, position yeah. around the team. Uh, and of course, you know, social media is losing its mind as we would expect. But what was your take on that? Was just, was that just kind of a a rumor mill thing that he maybe just brought up and? Or, or what do you what do you think? What's your take? Great question. I don't honestly. I don't know. I mean, I you know there there are rumors that pop up um, over a number of years about topics like that. Um, and number one, uh, both John Moselock and Bill Dewitt the third both said nope. That's not that's not the case. Um, that's not happening. So I mean, you know, I think Bill Dewitt the third probably knows better than exactly exactly what's going on. Um, but I would say that, you know, just going like just common sense, like for me, this would probably be a bad time to sell a baseball team. You know, you're coming off two years where the books aren't going to look as good because of COVID. Um, you're going into a collective bargaining, um, fight. Let's be honest. It's going to be a fight this off season. Nobody knows yet what the financial structure is going to look like coming out of the new CBA. So, you know, I, I would say that, um, just objectively, you know, not having any inside knowledge at all, one way or the other, I, I don't know that this is a time to be thinking about doing that. Um, so, you know, we'll see. I, I think uh, my, 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 you know, the other thing about this too, George, is, you know, when something like that is actively happening, that people know there are rumors. Yeah. They're like the, you start hearing owners that are throwing their hat in the ring, right? People that want to buy the team. You'll start. Well, you, know, you start hearing, hearing, hearing that stuff. Yeah, it's when never- you start hearing that stuff, then you could probably, you know. Pack it, our, our perk up a little bit. I don't remember ever. I can't remember the last time that a pro sports team being sold was a surprise. Like breaking news. Oh my God! Can you yeah, believe they sold yeah. us and such? It just it doesn't happen that way. And uh, no, no. So yeah, it's, it's it was just a, a little befuddling. Of course, everybody's talking about it. This is the first time I've talked about it tonight. And you and I discussed it a little bit earlier before you left the building. And uh, you know, it just went one of those things. I. I almost wish it hadn't happened only because I hate that this is what people are talking about uh, uh, in Mike's final couple of days. They'll be over it tomorrow. <laughs> Probably so. Well, Kevin, thank you so much for joining us. Kevin is killing it right now on MLB The Show, I assume. So I got go. I got a game five to go play right now. Go get him, killer. Right. <laughs> thank you so much, Kevin Wheeler. 1037 on KMOX.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here. only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. The Cardinals are heading to postseason play, but still have three games left in the regular season, with game one against the Cubs happening tomorrow night. Here and here, Ameren pregame show 620. First pitch 715 on your voice of the St. Louis Cardinals. KMOX and KMOX.com. And we're back. KMOX at your service on a Thursday night. And a bunch of folks are going to be doing something that maybe you never really thought of doing before. Hopping in a canoe and getting out on the Mississippi River. It's going on this weekend. It is a an event with Thrive Outside Communities that are fueled by the Outdoor Foundation. 38 mothers and their children from the local chapter of Jack and Jill of America will take part in the Mississippi River in Canoes. That will be coming up here on October 2nd. And we are joined now by Rachel Bartles of Thrive Alive. And she had so many titles. Rachel, tell me both of your titles because you've got so many. You are with River City Outdoors. And you are yes. also with Thrive Outside. So t- thank you for joining us on KMOX tonight. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I am, um, yes, I'm the director at River City Outdoors. And one of our initiatives that we are launching is called Thrive Outside. 
Okay, and I've been trying to get through this all evening, so you'll have to forgive me. But <laughs> tell me first of all the idea of taking canoes out on the Mississippi. Where did, it was a natural thing many years ago. I think now a lot of people would think that sounds dangerous and maybe even a little scary. Yeah, I think that's generally uh, the perception. And I grew up in St. Louis. I've lived here pretty much my whole life. And up until a few years ago, that was also my impression of the river. We grow up, we think that they're muddy, so we think they must be dirty and they're dangerous. And at the same time, we have this amazing opportunity out there. Like paddling on the Mississippi and the Missouri rivers is just incredible. It's an incredible experience that anyone can do. So tell me about what's coming up here on the second. So the second is called It's Thrive Outside Day. We were we are one of eight cities that has been chosen by the Outdoor Industry Association, their foundation, to uh, receive a multi-year grant to promote outdoor recreation and uh, accessibility for the outdoors for people in the St. Louis community. And so we're kicking it off on on this weekend with a paddle trip with Big Muddy Adventures and Jack and Jill of St. Louis to get these kids and their parents out on the river to experience this. And how far of a distance are you going to go? What's the what's the routing out there? That is a great question. Uh, I believe it's it maybe about ten miles. Um, that's a good question. I'm actually not able. I'm not on the trip. Um, this weekend, but that is my understanding. Gotcha. But they're going to get a chance to go by the Arch and uh, Chain of Rocks Bridge and all those great St. Louis landmarks uh, that we all know from being on land or going over a bridge, right? Absolutely. I think the trip ends at the Arch, uh, the riverfront right there. So, you know, just seeing it from that perspective is pretty incredible. Okay, tell me about the first time you did this. You've done, I know you're not on this trip, but you've done this before. You're helping organize. Tell me about the first time you got in a canoe and got out on the Mississippi. Wow. So the first time I actually, uh, I was in a kayak, a solo kayak. And the whole time I was thinking, we're not really going to do this, right? Like, we, like this is legal. We can actually paddle out here. Um, I was with a group of people. And the second you're out there, it's like you're in a totally different world. Um, it's peaceful it's quieter it's um you know now out on the rivers we have these sandbars that are out so it feels like you're on a beach somewhere else you know it's um very much an underutilized resource and we're partnering this weekend with big muddy adventures they take people out on they do river time supper clubs they do st louis micro adventures uh taking people out on the missouri and mississippi rivers on overnight Trips. They do pedal paddle trips, um, and so their whole mission is just to get more people out there experiencing the rivers and just to know that you can do this safely, and it's something really fun to do right here in our own backyard. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask the question that everybody's asking. What is the water like? I think everybody assumes that the river's filthy. So what is the water like when you're out there? Do you have, is it one of those things that if you capsize, uh, you're in deep trouble, or what, what is it like out there? Well, so that's a great question because my I'm also the um, on the board of directors. I founded an organization called the Missouri Confluence Waterkeeper, and we actually monitor water quality. Uh, we test for microplastics and other contaminants in rivers and drinking water. Um, and so, the 
the water, there's such a high flow rate on the Missouri and Mississippi rivers. Um, unless you're near some kind of outfall or someone who is like directly dumping into the river, um, there's such a high flow there that you really uh, don't have to worry about it. Um, you don't want to drink it directly, but you know, it's completely okay to go out and jump in the river and cool off and splash around with your friends. Okay, here's the other one I'm worried about. Barge traffic. Okay. Barge traffic. They're oh, much bigger that's than a you. great one. Uh, so the barges on the Mississippi are kind of a different story. Um, the Missouri River, you know, you do come across them. And it's honestly the thing I was the most scared about when I was out there. And after you go through it a couple of times, it's really not that big of a deal and actually can be kind of fun because they kick up a bit of a wake and you can kind of surf your kayak or your canoe or your paddleboard over that wake. Um, or, you know, you just pull off to the side on one of the sandbars or on the riverbank and it's totally fine. You have enough time. You see them coming. Um, with this trip we're doing this weekend, we're with very experienced guides so they know the rivers, they talk to the barge captains, um, and it's completely safe if you know what you're doing. Um, you know, you wear your PFD, you go out with people who know what they're doing, you make sure you check the river levels, and it can be not only safe, but just so enjoyable. And it's moms and kids, which has got to be a ball. Tell me a little bit about Jack and Jill of America, who you're working with this weekend. Right, so uh, they... Um, get kids outside experiencing these things. And it just seems like a natural connection to do for this Thrive Outside. A great organization, group of mothers dedicated to raising the next generation of African-American leaders while enhancing the lives of all children. And that's, that's the group that is going to be out on the water this weekend. It sounds like there are a lot of opportunities for just anybody. If I'm a guy listening to the radio tonight and I want a chance to get out on the Mississippi in a canoe or a kayak, uh, but don't necessarily want to go it, go it alone, what do I need to do? Well, uh, Big Muddy Adventures just opened a guide shop. It's in the Central West End downtown, or not downtown, in the Central West End. And um, it's a lot of times people are hanging out here that they can answer any of your questions. You can call them, you can go on their website, and they can either get you on one of their existing trips, set up a custom trip for you, um, or anything like that. And here in St. Louis, I believe they're the only group maybe doing that. So um, they're your best bet. Well, there's your chance. There's your chance. Well, Rachel Bartles, founding advisor of Thrive Outside St. Louis, thank you so much for being with us here on KMLX. Thank you so much. It's 1050 downtown at the Arch. Traffic and weather together on the 10s. Weekday mornings on The Voice of St. Louis. KMOX. Little Elvis Costello. Take us out. 1054 in downtown St. Louis. I'm George Sells. KMOX at at your service. Thanks for sitting in with me tonight. Lots of baseball to talk about. That's been fun. I'm a baseball nut. My wife always said I should have done sports for a living, that that would have been my calling. And she's probably right. I have a bit of an illness when it comes to that. So for those paying attention the Dodgers are now holding on by the skin of their teeth, 4-3, to three, and the Giants have come back to tie the Diamondbacks. So 
Who knows what's going to happen? These two teams could be the Giants and the Dodgers could either be three apart or one apart for the night's over or something in between. And if you're a Cardinal fan, you want to tie. You want to see them burn up that pitching in that playoff. You really would like to see them uh, have Max Scherzer do something other than pitch against the Cardinals. That would be uh, a definite plus uh, from a Cardinal fan standpoint. So there we are on that. Other things we learned this evening, cars are difficult to buy. The Mississippi River is a place that you can go out on a canoe. Uh, Simone Biles is bringing Jimmy Kimmel around on pizza. And there's one guy that's just really angry who calls in here sometimes. Don't know what his problem is. Anyway, thanks for joining us. I'm George Sells. Have a good night. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.